Triumph podcast. This is going to be a short and sweet one because my neighbor is rocking the F out and it is loud in every single room I go into. And I don't want you guys hearing Aerosmith bumping in in your ears. So we're just going to make it short and sweet, but I promise it's a good one. We're going to be talking about, if you notice, if you are an avid listener and you listen to, or maybe this is the first episode you listen to, either way, Welcome. Welcome back. Uh, The past episodes that I shared with you, one of them was self-abandonment. That was episode number 60. And then I shared an episode last week on why rest is, should be part of your healing, why it's actually, why it helps you heal. And a lot of you guys love that one. A lot of people didn't realize that they weren't resting and that it was a hustly behavior, like that hustling and not resting is a trauma response for a lot of people. When you were told that you shouldn't rest as a child or in a relationship or at work or what have you. And when that's, when that legacy burden, when that story is reflected to you, either if it's modeled by caregivers or other people, your culture as well, or community. And when that's modeled for you and it becomes a learned story and it becomes behavior that, that helps you adapt when you're younger to do, 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 and not rest maybe. But as an adult, it can be very, very tiring and you can burn the fuck out really quickly. My friends, I don't remember if I shared this in this, in the rest, why rest is healing episode. Did I? I don't think I did, but my body was, I was pissed at me at the end of last year because I worked so much last year and I didn't, I only took five days off that it was like, if you don't take the last week in December off, we're going to get really pissed. Like my parts were yelling at me and I took the last week off and it was, it was hard for me. I had that healing hangover of, of creating that boundary of that, of that last week, literally waited to the last minute, but my parts were so happy that I did that. They felt really seen and heard and understood. And everyone's different, guys. Everyone has a different level of capacity and space to do. And some people can go, 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 go and don't need to rest that long. And others of us do need to rest more. And what I want to offer, because I had a lot of people reach out to me about that podcast episode, is whatever level of rest you need, genuinely need right that self that self-led energy is telling you like i need you to work four days a week and not five or can you get off one day of one of the days of the week can you get off at noon instead of work a full day or whatever something small or can we take two one week vacations a year instead of just one uh notice that if this is something that you need or or if you need to rest three if you need to just work three hours three i mean three day work weeks that may be something that works for you and 
but just notice why you're doing it and when you're doing that. Why, like what part of you is suggesting that? Notice if it feels like it's doing it out of fear to not show up or not be seen, which to me is self-protective behavior once again, right? Or if it's like a genuine intuitive desire that you're that your body is offering you, right? I have learned through doing a lot of this work that I need to rest because <laughs> I don't I didn't rest very much my whole life. And my trauma response was to do 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 and go go go. And now um that I'm self-employed, I I feel like so much of wanting or that desire to self to be self-employed was that freedom that my that my parts needed so that I could rest so I can make my own schedule. And I'm I can still serve a lot of people and I can still make a lot of money and I can still be of service and living my purpose within the capacity that my body and mind need okay a lot of people who've had a lot of complex trauma need to rest more than others and that's okay and i want to offer that if you can be compassionate with those parts of you that do need to rest more or that really can't take on too too much that's okay and be compassionate with those parts of you that require a little bit more rest so yeah that was my little tangent but on to this quickie episode. So episode 60 was about self-abandonment. And I went over how to know, like how self-abandonment is created and how it's a learned behavior, the self-protective behaviors, the hiding and the hustling. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to episode 60. And I described the situations in childhood or in your romantic relationships that you could have been subjected to that created the story and the legacy burden and the the modeling of the self-protective behaviors or the self-abandonment, okay? And I got as far as explaining how it's created. And now I want to help you. Now that you know how it's created, you probably know what your self-protective behaviors are. You're either hiding or hustling and there's a big bunch of hiding behaviors and a bunch of hustling behaviors. So you probably got to know about those. Now I'm going to help you start to get a little closer to self-leadership and self-connection, knowing what your parts and yourself actually need to feel more harmony in your body. And you do this by actually looking backwards. There's a lot of my work that I do with my clients, with my coaching clients is I offer myself as a mirror to them so I can show them and I and I always want to show them parts of themselves, behaviors that they're doing, uh, showing what their trauma in their past, how it created certain behaviors in their life now that aren't serving them and aren't helping them. And so it's it, the way you can get to know yourself is by looking back, but it's also to understand what patterns are showing up in your life and how these patterns, how these behaviors were formed and how they look right now in your life. And so we know you're hiding or hustling, right? When you're protecting yourself from a situation that feels too like too much instead of honoring that emotion that comes up when let's say you get overwhelmed when you're asked to do something and add something else to your plate. And instead of making the boundary, saying no, um, listening to your intuition and resting or what have you instead what self-abandonment looks like is suppressing that emotion doing the self-protective behavior which in 
cases like that might be people pleasing and doing the thing that other another person wants. It might be overworking and 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 doing more. Like let's say your boss asks you to work more and you know you physically can't, but you still do it. It can look like that. So that's the self-protective behavior. And then after we do it, we tend to feel shame about the, the behavior that we did when we abandoned ourselves and didn't deal with the emotion. And so I want to help you learn what it looks like in your life, what creates it, okay? And it, I think it's really necessary to understand what is happening in your life now that that starts and triggers and activates the behavior, the self-protective behavior. Because it's one thing to know that you're doing it, but how do you know when it's going to happen? How can you predict it? And if so that if you know what typically creates or activates that behavior, you can then know how to work around it and how to plan for it and how to not do it anymore, right? So I'm going to ask you a couple questions. The first question is, so to learn what your patterns are, right? That create and start the self-abandonment. Ask yourself, number one, what patterns am I repeating that are unhealthy or unsatisfying? What patterns that I do create shame? And here, guys, I'm not talking about the hiding and the hustling. I'm talking about the behaviors that happen first that create the self-protecting actions, the self-protecting, the hiding and the hustling. So for example, when things get hard in a relationship, you may break up with someone so that you don't deal with the the um, feeling of fear and worry and anxiety and stress. And so breaking up with people is that pattern that you see that when when things get hard in a relationship, you tend to go to, to break up with people or you're not committing to a relationship or maybe you're not listening to your intuition in the moment or maybe you, you get very impatient with your family when things happen. So it's the things that the patterns and the behaviors that come up that create the self-abandoning behavior. Okay, so I give you some examples. So like when relationships get hard, then you do this thing. When um, when it's time to commit, you do this thing. When you hear your intuition and you and and it sends you a message, but honoring your intuition makes you self-abandon. Okay. So, um, those are some situations. So write that down. That's number one. So you can get a little clarity about what's, how it's happening, what it's, what's creating it. Second, number two, what pattern does this remind me of in childhood? What did you see modeled for you in childhood? For example, did mom run away or shut down? Was dad an alcoholic or did he overwork? Did he people please? right? What pattern does it remind you of in your childhood? So who did it? Who did this behavior? Number three, what are the behaviors that I automatically do afterwards? So this is the hiding or the hustling. So when that thing happens, when relationships get tough, how do you self-abandon? How do you hide or hustle, right? Relationships get tough, boom, right? And then what do you typically do right after that? You don't listen to the message that comes up and then you go into hiding or hustling, right? So 
that the behaviors that you automatically do are the hiding and the hustling. So are you avoiding? Are you overworking? Are you numbing? Are you overeating? Are you over drinking? Are you over committing? Are you under functioning? Are you procrastinating? All the things, the hiding or the hustling. So write down what are the hiding or hustling behaviors that you do after that thing happens. Number four, what are the situations or experiences that bring up this over functioning? What are the triggers? Okay. So these are the things that happen that create, that create, this is the, this is the actual trigger in the world and a circumstance and a circumstance can be something in your mind. It could be a feeling in your body, or it can be something that someone does or something that happens in life. Okay. Something that happens in life is it's rainy. That's a circumstance. Something someone does is they gave you a dirty look. Something that you think is, I'm a loser. Or a memory you have is you had a flashback of like when you guys broke up. So these are all things. These are all circumstances. I had a thought. I had a feeling. I had a memory happen. Someone did something. Someone said something. Or I got in a car accident. Okay, something like that, right? So some examples are intimacy, work, when I have to be vulnerable, emotionally, physically, or verbally, when I feel rejected, when I think I can fail or I did fail, when I have to set no or set a boundary, when I have to ask for something, loneliness, feel the feeling of abandonment, when I have to admit that I'm wrong, when there's physical intimacy with the partner, when I have to do something hard or new or different or something that challenges me, when I feel misunderstood, when I feel like I'm going to let someone down or hurt them. So when you, these are the moments that you will go into that self-abandonment behavior. When this happens, you, you suppress the emotion instead of feeling the emotion. And then you do the self-protective behavior and then you have shame after. So that's the cycle. All right. So I wanted you, oh, sorry. I have five, number five and six. Okay. Number five, what beliefs have I attached to those behaviors? So the behaviors are the self-protective behavior. So I need to protect myself because blank. Okay. So I need to procrastinate because, or I need to break up with someone because, or I need to stay in bed and shut down because so what are the beliefs that you've attached to it and like what is it what does it say about you so a lot of people so i'm going to give you some examples uh i'll never get love i'm not worthy i'm a bad person i'm not smart i'm responsible for others my needs don't matter i'll never be able to provide for myself financially Okay. So these are all examples. You have a belief that's attached to the behaviors, the self-protective behavior you do, right? So someone asks you for help, you feel stretched out too thin, but you tell yourself, I'll never get love if I don't do this. So I have to say yes and overcommit myself, which is that commitment, that overcommitting, right? And then that's overworking, people pleasing, whatever. And then you have shame around it afterwards because of that belief that you realize that created it, right? I'll never get love. So I have to do this self-protective behavior. And then number six, 
What changes do I want to make? What behaviors am I learning to hold myself accountable for with love so I can access my wounds and I can heal them? Okay. Examples. I'm going to speak up more. I'm going to set boundaries. I'm going to start receiving. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to have a healthy relationship. I'm going to be more vulnerable. Maybe you're going to start sharing your emotions more. Maybe you're going to start connecting with others and make friendships. Put yourself out there. Um, One of them might be you want to practice more self-leadership and self-connection, right? And sit with those parts of you. Um, Maybe you want to listen and act on your intuition. You want to live your own true life, your own desires. Maybe you want to say no. Maybe you want to say yes. Maybe you want to make offers for your coaching program or your business. Maybe you want to finally lose the weight. You want to finally buy the home, save the money, spend the money, make more money. Okay. These are, what are the changes that you want to make so that you can heal and show your parts that if you do these things, nothing bad will happen, right? Some people get scared to feel their emotions and go in and sit with these parts and look at them a little clearer and do this kind of work because it's like, oh, we don't want to see what comes up. Like some of you probably want to do this exercise and you're not going to want, you're, you're going to have a part of you that stops you from doing this exercise. You're going to click on the, on the show notes and you're going to see this list of questions and know that you can just look at it and get a piece of paper out and answer these questions, but you don't do it because it, you, what comes up for you, notice what comes up. And what I want to offer is when you do the thing that actually is hard to do, that feels difficult, right? To feel the emotion or look at the truth or look at your patterns and seeing how it's looking in your life and how it's playing out in your life. You actually, now that you know what you're doing, this is like the starting point. This is like, now you know where you're at. Now you could, now you know how to put the GPS location and what you want to do, right? And understand that you have a starting point now and you know what you're doing, what patterns are creating it, what triggers you, what activates it, what self-protective behaviors you're doing. And you can start from there with this knowledge. And so now in the future, when, when you notice that you're procrastinating, you can go, ah, I'm doing the thing. That's mine. Like avoiding when it comes to things that are hard for me, like I, that challenge me where I feel like I'm not smart or I'm not capable. Ooh, those send me into shutdown. Those will like my, my parts want to tell me, oh, we don't have to, nope, let's not do it. This makes us feel really inadequate. And it reminds us of back then when we first felt rejected and not smart. So let's not do it, right? But when now, when I, now when I see myself wanting to avoid or cancel or hide, ooh, I catch it right in the moment. Sometimes it slips by and I have to reflect at night. And when I do my self-reflection time, I'm able to go back and say, where, what happened during the day that where I may have not been living like fully self-led and I'll, I'll notice and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to sit with that part. So just notice that you may not feel like doing this exercise because it may bring up feelings of like honesty and like facing the truth and facing the truth sometimes is hard and that's okay that's okay you want to work with the most resistant parts of you and sometimes the most resistant part of you is okay i'll listen to this podcast episode that annabelle has this week that's enough i'll learn this but i don't know if i'm going to take action yet 
Maybe I'll take action next week. Maybe I'll do it on Saturday, right? Or whenever you listen to this a couple of days later. But just notice that and be, and if you can have a little curiosity around that and notice that you may not want to do this exercise for what it brings up in you, and that's totally fine. But notice where this is another part of you that's creating that, like yourself wants to do this work and understand it. That's why you're listening to this podcast, right? If you're listening, if you're an avid listener, you're somebody who is, who really wants to heal. You're somebody, you have a part of you that knows that the information here in this podcast is really helpful. And that if you do the things that I suggest and the tools that I offer and some of the thing and work with me or whatever it is, you know that it'll get you closer and more connected to your higher self and you'll heal all those wounded parts and the protector parts of you. And sometimes that's a little tough and that's okay. You got to work with the part that's willing. What, what, what is the most resistant part willing to do? Sometimes listening to the podcast is all it could do. And that's a big feat. I want to congratulate you. If that, that's the, that's the biggest thing you can do. That's, Hey, that's okay. To start, you get a round freaking applause for that because it's a big deal. And just stay curious and compassionate for those parts that that find it hard to do s- these things and that self-abandonment feels like a necessary evil and that it's the most that it can do that day and it needs to have those two glasses of wine at night because oof, it was hard, right? And just notice that that's, that's still happening. But notice that there's something underneath there that needs attending to, that's creating your protector parts to say, oof, we don't want to deal with that, that emotion down there. Just just numb it out real quick. Let's, let's hide it. Next week, I'm going to talk with you guys about how to sit with these parts, the parts that are driving this behavior so that you can start healing these beautiful, beautiful parts of you. These questions are going to be in the show notes. And there's six questions that if you want to sit down and answer them, you can get to know your parts a little bit better, understand yourself a little bit more and get you closer to a more harmonious internal system that doesn't feel like it needs to protect you as much. And it lets you be more connected to yourself and self-led. And when you have more of that self-led energy in you, and listen, you're never perfectly self-led, but when our parts are more trust you a lot more and they're more connected to your intuition and your higher self, they really back down and they stop telling you to self-protect so much. And they, and they, and they stop suggesting all those things because they trust anything that you, that you want to do. They, they're like, Oh girl, we trust you. You've been doing good. Like everything you've been saying, you're going to do, you do it. You show up. Yeah. You make a little couple mistakes here and there and fail here and there, but who doesn't? And they're way more compassionate with you and they don't have you hiding or hustling as much. So next week we're going to, I'm going to teach you some exercises to kind of get in touch with those parts that are actually driving the self-protection, the protector parts in you. And I hope this episode was helpful. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. 